Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. We just wrapped up our Stand Firm series. If you missed it, go back and tune in. I pray it makes your faith arise as you stand firm on the Word of God. Today, I want to sit down and have a heart-to-heart with you about why you might not be ready for change. And I was tempted to turn this into a series, and depending on the feedback I get from you all, maybe I will, because as you know, these Monday episodes, they're short, I don't do a ton of teaching, but I want to share with you where this came from and why it's important to me that you feel like, hey, we're just sitting here and we're chatting. And as many of you know, if you're new here, you may not know, I wrote a book and it released earlier this year in March called Image Restored. It's about body image. And I've had the honor of getting to sit and talk with a lot of people who have read my book or at least own my book. Uh, Some of these people are other podcasters like me who have interviewed me and asked me more questions. And other people are just people I've bumped into, whether it be at a conference or at my kid's school or different places. And they go, oh, I have your book. I'm reading it. and Or people tag me on social media. But one of the honestly most fun things, excuse my grammar, uh, that I've got had a chance to do is I've been able to counsel people who are reading my book. And that's been a lot of fun for so many reasons, but it's also been eye-opening because I have some people who I have noticed some are in counseling and some are, like I said, just the people I meet out and about. They were really excited about my book. They were one of the first people, whenever it came out, they raised their hand and they even pre-ordered. I even have some people in my launch group who did this. They were like, yes, I need this topic. I want this topic. And then they got the book in and they haven't even read any of it. So I've met some people and, you know, of course I could be like, oh, is it just that it's a bad book? And Of course, I know not everybody's going to like my book. I knew that going into it. There's no such thing as everybody loving your work. But these people that I talked to, it wasn't just that they didn't like the book. It was they had resistance to opening it and starting the work. And I can't say that I'm surprised about that because let's be real, body image is not exactly the easiest topic to tackle. It was kind of one of the reasons I didn't want to write the book on it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm passionate about it, and I know that God has called me to it. But I also know that body, anything body-related, whether it's body image or health or whatever, it's extremely personal. And the wounds usually are quite deep when it comes to this area. And so there's not many people who wake up in the morning and go, ooh, ooh, I want to tackle the topic of body image. I think I'm going to crack open this book today and we're going to get after it. No, most people have to come to some form of a breaking point, a point in your life where you go, what I've been doing isn't working. I am ready for change. So today's message is for the listener. It could be related to my book. I'm sure some of you are like, oh no, she knows I haven't read her book. 
It could be those of you who haven't read my book yet, but it also is just those of you. So please don't tune me out if you're like, eh, not interested in the book and you know, whatever. This applies to more than my book, but of course I'm using my book as an example right now. Well, we have an area of our life that we kind of know we would like to change in, but we're not making any forward progress, also known as stuck. And I'm going to introduce you to a theoretical model, psychology model. This is why I was tempted to turn this into a series because I'm going to have to majorly condense this little model for you. So if you want me to go deeper into this, you're going to have to leave reviews and in your reviews say, oh my goodness, loving this podcast. And can you please, Rachel, go deeper on the topic that you talked about today and put in the episode name and all that. And I'll see those and that's the best way to communicate with me. But I'm going to just introduce it to you and then I'm going to fly through it. And one other reason before I do this, though, see, I just have too much to say. Uh, one other thing I want to tell you is here's a, a recent example for myself. We just recently moved. And you know, when you move, you start decluttering all the things. And one of my friends, she's actually now a neighbor, um, she was helping me put things away in the kitchen. And she was like, all right, are you sure you need this? You know, she was kind of being the good friend who challenges you on, do you really need to keep this? And she came across these really cool stand-up Ziploc bags. And she's like, what are these? And I started laughing. And I said, you know, years ago, I thought I wanted to do a better job of meal prep where you actually like freeze your meals ahead of time. And so I bought all the stuff, like all the plans, all the cooking stuff you needed, but I never actually did it. And so let me introduce you to the model that explains why I bought all the stuff, but I didn't actually do it. And drum roll, please, as you hear like, yeah, Rachel, we already know all about this. The official terminology for this is the trans theoretical model of change. So for the purpose of today's episode, I'm going to refer to it as TTM. So there are, in case you don't know, stages of change. And officially, there are six stages of change. I'm going to briefly share those with you. Number one is pre-contemplation. And this is simply put, it's just you don't even recognize the need for the change. And so, for example, um, really the status that you're in here is like change not even wanted. It's not even needed, might not even be possible because you're in a season of life where you're like, it's just not even on your radar. Have you ever had somebody in your life that you go, how do they not recognize that that behavior is not healthy for them? And a lot of times they're in that pre-contemplation stage of they don't even know that they have behavior that's not healthy because it's just not even on the radar. Stage number two is contemplation. So this is the stage where it does come on your radar and you go, huh, yeah, I might need change. Uh, status here usually is procrastination. So maybe there might be a change coming within the next six months or so, but very much procrastination, but it's starting to contemplate of, yeah, all right, yeah, maybe this area of my life, mm, it, something needs to change here. Uh, then the third is preparation. So this is where you go, all right, I'm doing it this time. I'm changing. This is for real. And a status here would be considered 
okay, I'm making a commitment to change this behavior. And so you might actually see um, starting to develop an action plan and organize resources and develop strategies. So for example, my little meal prep thing I shared with you a second ago, I was in preparation stage. I said, yes, I am doing this. My life needs to change. I need to streamline our meals better so that I'm not constantly scrambling and not sure it's for dinner. And I was ready, ready. I was like, okay, let's do this. So I bought the downloadable you know, meal plans. I bought the Ziploc baggies. I got those going, but then I did not move into stage four, which is action. And action is just, hey, I have started to change, which means the plan has taken effect, actions are underway, and a new pattern of behavior is forming. All right, so now stage five and six, stage five is maintenance. And this just means I've changed. So a new pattern of behavior has been sustained for a reasonable amount of time, and it's now part of your lifestyle. You're not having to think about it. You're not having to be like, Oh, yes, I got to do this. Like, it's just part of your lifestyle. For example, I would say I am very much in maintenance stage when it comes to exercise. I don't even think about it. It's not even like, oh, I need to make myself go do it. It's just kind of, for me, it's a little bit like brushing my teeth. I do some form of movement. Now, it doesn't always look like running or something like that. But even if it's stretching or something like exercise is just, I'm definitely in maintenance phase for me for that. And then stage six, which some... People argue um, if this is actually one of the actual stages, if you will, but it can be relapsed. So means you've returned to your old way of doing things. And it just means you return to an earlier stage. So relapse doesn't always mean, oh, great, I'm all the way back at the beginning of pre-contemplation, but it might mean I, I took a few steps back. So you can kind of come in and out of stages and Here's why this is really important for me to tell you, as I've noticed, like I said, with my book and even recently over on Instagram, if you follow me there, I encourage you to go listen to a two-minute video clip. It was an encouraging word for your body image journey. And in that video, I was talking, I didn't use this terminology that I'm sharing with you today, but I was just sharing that it is a journey. Let's go back to body image for a second. To not get discouraged when your mindset goes back to the way you used to think about things. Your behaviors go back to an old way of doing things. Keep in mind that sometimes for decades, our brain and our body has been trained to function a certain way. Our behaviors have been in those habits. I mean, we're not even getting into habits right now, but all these things we've been doing for years And then we get so mad at ourselves. We beat ourselves up when we go back a few stages and we think, oh, I guess I didn't get free after all. Yes, you did, friend. Don't discount the good work that you've done. But just recognize that it's normal for you to move in and out of these stages of change. All right. And as long as you're continuing to get back up, to recognize where you're at, to be honest about where you'd like to go and and where you are now, where you'd like to go, then that's forward progress, okay? And so I felt led to share this with you because I have seen the look of, I'm just gonna go ahead and, and call it shame, 
when I have counseled some people who go, yeah, I, d- I haven't been reading your book or, yeah, I know I should be doing this, that and the other, which we call, you know, have you ever heard the phrase, don't should on yourself? But I just want to encourage you that there possibly, possibly, did I just say possibly enough times for you? That was not a mistake. Is remember, I'm not your counselor, so I do have to say possibly because I'm not sitting across for real across from you and, and talking with you. But it's possible that the reason you haven't been able to change is because you just haven't been ready yet. See, these stages of change, they come in stages because it's part of the process. And sometimes your body, your season of life, the, all the other things you're going through, it's just little baby steps that you're taking. And I think it's beautiful that God wired us in such a way that we go from pre-contemplation to contemplation. I think we even see this worked out in salvation. Like sometimes it's not even on people's radar that, huh, I might need a savior. I am a sinner in need of a savior. It is a beautiful thing when somebody recognizes, huh, I'm a sinner in need of a savior. They just moved into, they're contemplating that now. They're contemplating whether they believe in God and things like that. That's a good place to be because you've moved from it not even being on your radar to now I'm contemplating it. And that was my story when it came to body image. For years, I didn't even recognize that I was stuck and that I was in a lot of toxic behaviors because it just seemed, it was my normal. I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that this wouldn't be normal way of doing things or thinking of things. And then when my eyes were open to, oh, huh, there's a different way I could do this. And it's not quite as heavy. It's not as hard. It's it's a very freeing way. And I started to submit myself to that process. All right. So as we wrap up today's episode, uh, I want to encourage you to process this. First of all, think of one area of your life where maybe you feel a little stuck and you're like, why can't I change in this area? It could be body image like we've talked about. Maybe it is exercise. Maybe it's meal planning. Maybe it's getting in God's word or I don't know, you know, whatever the thing is for you. I want you to identify that area. And then I want you to be honest about what stage are you in? And maybe even me even talking with you about this today took you from pre-contemplation, so not even on your radar that you'd like to change in an area, to contemplation. So now you're going, hmm, yeah, actually, I do think that that's an area that the Lord would like me to submit to him and see some change in. So go back through, again, just to kind of help you remember the names of all of those. And you can obviously look all this up. If you put this into Google, you would quickly find all kinds of resources here. So the names of those six stages are pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, maintenance, and relapse. Okay, so I'd like you to figure out what stage am I in? And then we're going to pray together. But before we do, I actually want to give you a verse to pray throughout this week in this area of change. And it comes from Psalm 139, 23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Here's why I brought this to your attention and why I ask you to let the Lord in on this change 
with you is because we want our hearts to be in line with his heart. We want our desires to be in line with his desires for us. His thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts and his ways are so much higher than our ways. And the last thing I want for you is to think you have to white knuckle change. And that's not what the Lord wants either. See, when the Lord is with us, our desires start looking like his desires. And then the the motivation to change becomes less about us and what we can get out of it and more about just this, this life of submission to him and letting him guide our heart and our life. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for every single person who's sitting under the sound of my voice. Thank you that you created us to be beings that do go through change. I pray for the person listening who maybe doesn't like change, who when they heard this word change over this episode, they went, oh, and I just pray over their heart right now, Father. Lord, I pray that when you bring change, we know it's good. We know that you're the one who guides our footsteps. You guide our path. You guide our life as we submit them to you. I pray, Lord, this verse that we just read from Psalm, that you would search us and know our hearts. It's a scary prayer, Father, but search our hearts, search our thoughts. Reveal to us any, any desires that are simply not from you. And we do, we submit the desires of our hearts to you. We ask that if those are from you, that they burn and they grow even brighter. But Lord, any desires we have that are selfish, that are not from you, just squash them right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, may we be people that when we do change, it's you empowering us to change, not us doing it in our own strength. We submit this to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, the resource for today is if you're ready to see some change in how you view your body, I encourage you to get a copy of the book I told you about, Image Restored. You can go to imagerestoredbook.com to learn more and get a copy. And hey, guess what? If you are one of those listening and you already own a copy, this is your reminder, no shame, but it's your reminder to take action and read it. All right, well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.